You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can move to a different country. You can change your name. You can apologize to one of zero people for having to cancel their honeymoon to Iran, but nothing. Nothing. We'll save you from the watch list. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Holly. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> We're so ominous. Yeah. It's because she's got those giant meat sticks over there. She wants to get off. Yeah, yeah, she does. Hello. Every Don't time I see you, your meat, meat sticks. sticks get bigger. I know. She keeps shaking it at everybody. I'm going up. <laughs> and this evening we have uh, DJ Kate on the ones and twos. Hello. Hello, hello. Alrighty. <laughs> so. It's even funnier because if you saw it here in the studio, Casey's wearing like it looks like almost like a cloak. It is my cloak. This is actually day <laughs> so two. This is day mysterious. two for the cloak. I haven't washed it. <laughs> I'm just Everybody, just so you know, she did not watch wash it. Nope. I made the watch list for that. Because <laughs> you're a disgusting human being, and you deserve to be put away. <laughs> I love how you start out like you're getting ready to cover a wrestling event. <laughs> Let's get ready to Let's get ready to talk shit. Uh, speaking of talking shit, we're gonna talk about a really skinny dude. Too skinny for my taste and too creepy for me. Skeletor? The slender man. Close enough. Yeah. So Casey and I both have never heard of the Slender Man before this. Have you? Je- or I wanted to call you Jess. It's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've heard I of Slender Man. Understandable mistake. And I uh, have heard of Slender Man. Have you? Yeah, I've heard of Slender Man, but I didn't hear about this case. Um, what have you heard about Slender Man before? Just like random stories that pop up on the internet, and then someone made some like YouTube video series thing around the Slender Man, and that he stalks like playgrounds and preys on children. He just kind of looms in the background. He's real tall, you know, it's a shadowy figure, that type of no shit. face, and then like fucking with families' houses and stuff at night. Like, so I was watching TV one night, and there was a special on about these two girls, um, and. They are not even teenagers yet. They were 12 years old, both of them, I believe. And they plan to stab their friend because they claim that, well, the one girl claimed that Slender Man told her to do this or or else he'd kill her family is what I think happened. Yeah, the, she they had three minutes to kill this chick or Slender Man was going to kill both of their families. That is what they testified so the thing that i found interesting about this story was that this is a myth of slender man who is this tall dark no face figure who is seen in supposedly seen in pictures and his house i guess where he's supposed to live his fortress is supposed to be in the woods i don't know if the, i think it's kind of like a blair witch kind of thing um because where these yeah right where these girls are located they were in wisconsin and i believe because i know that the plan was that they stabbed this girl and then they were going to walk to where slender man was in the woods 
But supposedly they were walking after they stabbed her, which she's she's alive. She she didn't die, luckily. They stabbed her. They didn't have to kill her. They only had to stab her. (laughs) They stabbed her. No, no, they they thought she was dead. They probably could have just stabbed her once and been like, "Oh, we did what you asked." You know, that girl is a tank. (laughs) It's like she's cooler than Fifty Cent. Been licked with a few shells now. Walk with a limp. I'm right. No, I've been stabbed eighteen times. She crawled towards the road and she was found by a what, what was it a cyclist or was it a car i'm trying to remember now i have to relook at the story but that's that's insane that's victim, like one of those stories crawled on... to a road and lay on a sidewalk where a cyclist found her and called 911 um so this actually this trial is still going on they it was going on and they were trying to figure out if these girls should be tried as adults or not and it just was found out that they're going to be tried as adults. How, so, how old are they exactly? Was they were tw- uh, 12 at the time of the stabbing. And how, how long has it been? Um, I think it's... <coughs> that was in... 2014. May 31st. Well, I mean, what are the what are the rules in Wisconsin? Are, do they have a... Um, was it a death penalty rule or you know what my thing is no matter what they're going to try them as adults but they're going to claim insanity they've already diagnosed the woman with schizophrenia right yeah and uh i guess so when i was watching this special the dad was saying that he had schizophrenia too but he has his under control and they didn't realize how bad she was with hers so they're saying, you know, my daughter has a mental illness. She shouldn't be tried as adult. Right. Uh, the other girl supposedly does not have a mental illness, and she was just going along with this. But, I mean, they're 12 years old, so I could see. Well, did the girl, okay. so I mean, it, I don't see killing people, obviously. Right. But was it the girl who had the schizophrenia? Was she the one who suggested to the other girl that Slender Man said this and then she saw this or did they both see it and they you know so um, I was mentioning to Casey before we went on air that there's in the interview they were actually talking about this website called Creepypasta mm-hmm. yep that's where I heard it originated from and I've, ne- I've never been on that website so I didn't really even know what it was so these girls went on there and they uh were researching about this and they stumbled across the story and I don't know, they just got all worked up about it. And then they supposedly like the one girl who has a mental illness said that she would see him and she talked to him and he would tell her things. So the whole point of this was that, like I said earlier, she claims that slender man had told her that if she wanted her family to live, that she had to kill her friend like sacrifice almost yeah that's what i read it was a, yeah. like a ritual sacrifice almost like a keen and abel style story. so what i think happened was the girl told her friend which they were both researching this so but i th- the girl it sounds like the girl with the mental illness was the one who more was amped up about it and was more pushing it and convinced her friend to go along with it and was really you know, making her scared too. Like my family's going to die if we don't do this. We need to follow through with this. Right. So, uh, they took a knife from the girl's house. 
the friend's house, I believe, and uh, went to, was it at a park? Yeah. Went to the park and was going to kill her, and luckily she did not die. I wonder if that makes a difference in their sentencing, if they are going to be sentenced. They're both, both going to be tried as adults, but sentenced differently because the one was influenced by the other. I would think so, but who knows? I mean, a lot of people even thought that they were not going to be considered adults with the legal system, but now they are. And it seems like they don't even really care that she has a mental illness. They're still, you know, not really having sympathy for it. There is a... There's no capital punishment in Wisconsin, by the way. It was abolished in 1853 and was one of the earliest in the United States to abolish the death penalty and is the only state that has performed only one execution in its history. So they would get, probably get life, I guess, I would suppose. Uh, I mean, you almost killed someone. Yeah. You stabbed someone 18 times. That's not an accident. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, of course, the, the parents of the girls are going to be like, no, my kid should not be, you know, tried as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any parent would. Um, well, I don't want to say that, but. So it says that they believe that the only way they could become the slender man's proxies was to murder someone. After they carried out the killing, they believed they would become servants of the slender man and be allowed to live in his mansion, which they believed was in Nicolette National Forest. The two girls allegedly selected a mutual friend to target. Reports indicate they initially planned to carry out the attack on May 31st, 2014 at 2 a.m. This is when the victim would be sleeping over to celebrate the birthday of one of the girls. They allegedly planned to duct tape the victim's mouth, stab her in the neck with a kitchen knife, and flee. They did not carry out the attack at that time, however, since one of the girls is believed to have delayed the attack until the next day. She claimed that she desired to give the victim one more day to live. That's what they were saying, too. The girls were saying that in the special. You know, it's weird. I didn't realize. Like, I knew about creepypasta. I knew that they did Slenderman stuff. I did not know that that's where it originated. Because now they're making, what, an HBO? Yeah, they do. Uh, they pick, like, topics, like, create a certain kind of horror thing or whatever, and then people submit, like, their designs and their creations, and that's how it started was, like, a forum thing. Yeah, see, I thought this was, like, a legendary thing that had been going on for a while. Creepypasta's good at that, though. You know, they had um, a Russian sleep experiment documentary that actually Eric Gutierrez fucking russians yeah <laughs> should he be every um, time i'm here he's, <laughs> I, I saw that video yeah that was creepypasta because i felt bad because i called it out i go fake i said that was originated by creepypasta but it's a really good story you know but it, it felt real you know very real about how they took these uh prisoners had them sleep deprived for days and days and days but it had masks on them that would keep them awake you know kept pumping in oxygen and so forth um and it, it was an insane creepy story and um eric Gutierrez, of course the um, writer and illustrator for max the inebriated rabbit um but yeah i felt bad i was like ah fake sorry because i believed it too at first though um but no i did not know that slender man originated as a fictitious character, which leads me to what I was talking to you <laughs> to you about outside, 
was, is it the power of suggestion where like, have you seen this man.org where everybody keeps thinking they see this dick guy in their dreams? And it's like, I think I saw, yeah, I did see that guy in my dream and he gave me life advice or he took me on a date, you know, like, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) the power of suggestion is very strong, but now that I know that it's a creepypasta thing, I do believe that, yeah, the chicks, I mean, obviously she has mental illness, but that her schizophrenic mind stapled that image and just ran with it, you know? Yeah, they were saying in the special about how people, like, it's 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 almost like a sickness where one person sees something and then they believe in it. And I don't know if some people just want something to believe in sometimes. Yep. Um, and then the more it spreads, the more people that believe in it, the more hyped up it gets. Uh, it's almost like a mentally, it mentally alters because then people start seeing things that aren't are not there right right because they believe subconscious phenomena yeah and that's what they believe happened to these girls i mean the one-handed mental illness too yes mm-hmm. um and then they i guess the slender man myth became so popular that they even created like a video game that you could play online mm-hmm. and i didn't know this but there's youtube videos of people playing this game like young people and the reaction because you're actually going through the woods in this video game and you're trying to find clues to find Slender Man and you're there's like a uh, little like posters on trees and you keep trying to find and then sometimes you'll see Slender Man and so it's it's freaky because right. it'll just pop up out of nowhere. That is weird. So this is actually so big that people are creating video games out of it. Okay, so. We can take this from the black and white perspective or we can go into the metaphysical gray area the way I see it. One, okay, this is the power of suggestion and the girl really just wanted to believe that Slender Man existed, wanted an excuse to kill somebody, whatever. Um, or you could see it from the super gray metaphysical perspective for all you crazies out there um, that it became a man of like not manifested but it's sort of a almost a form of possession and it appeared in the form that was in her subconscious um yeah i believe that too uh <coughs> i don't believe that slender man is real <laughs> right and it's a little scary that people will that it things can get in someone's mind so much that they actually start seeing things and and the fact that that one girl who did not have a mental illness, she was on board with this and that her friend was able to talk her into it and she felt like she saw him too. And yeah, of course she struck fear into her, you know? Um, and I know like no one wants to be responsible for their family's death. Right. Right. I mean, 12 years old, that's really young and impressionable age. Um, Actually, uh, January 31st at 10 o'clock, Beware the Slender Man hits HBO. It's a documentary. Uh, Beware the Slender Man tells the true story of 12-year-old Morgan Geyser and Anissa Weir, excuse me, who lured their best friend to the woods after 19 times, then confessed they did 
it to appease a tall, faceless man known as Slender Man. Um, so, yeah. I, I, you know what? Can we... That, wait. When is it coming out? Uh, Tuesday, January 31st at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm going to play the promo. Let's see. Yeah, because when you said Slender Man, I'm like, oh, is it about the HBO documentary? Because, I, like I said, I didn't know it was a creepypasta thing. I wish I could remember even what channel I watched that special on. If the promo will load. Let me hit YouTube for it. But um, when are when do they expect a verdict? Do you know? I think this year. I'm not really sure, though, exactly when. And so, like I said, these girls, after they thought that their friend was dead and they left her there, they started walking towards the woods of where they believed that his fortress was. And the mom, the mom of, I think the girl who had the mental illness, she was commenting that these girls thought that they could walk from where the incident happened to these woods that were like hours away. And they actually thought that they could actually walk there. All right, I got the promo. Um, I don't know if we're going to have any audio or if it's going to be creepy sounds, whatever, but I'm going to play it anyway. It's only like a minute 30. Hey, this man, the blackest suit. Bigger than the tallest brute. Fear the man, the slender man. For he can do what no one can. Came upon a 12-year-old female. She appears to be stabbed. She appears to be what? Stabbed. Stabbed. Wire and Geyser are accused of stabbing the friend and leaving her for dead. Police say the suspects were inspired by a character on a website. Slenderman, a faceless ghoul. We never thought she could possibly believe that it was real. She told me we had to. She said that he'd kill our families. Who's he? Um, a man. He could be anywhere from six feet to fourteen feet tall. He doesn't have a face. His skin is white. She needed to prove that Slender Man existed and would be able to do that by killing somebody. We forget how much it sucks to be a kid. They don't know how to differentiate between fantasy and reality. People are captivated by Slender Man. I call power. To believe in the boogeyman isn't that hard. And they believe it was real. She lifts up her It's a little weird in that that he was like, no one really understands how much it sucks to be. I know, I know. that's I was what like, I was what? gonna say. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> uh not to the point of trying to kill someone. Uh I mean, it's not like she came from a broken home or like, you know, right. subject of abuse or anything. I mean, her father was schizophrenic, but that's about the extent, you know, I mean, how much it sucks to be a kid. How do you feel like, see, cause these parents were like, I totally understand. What what was the girl's name that got stabbed? Because they were talking about her family and how her family's obviously mad at them. And they're like, well, I can understand if they hate us right now. Yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> no shit <laughs> if they're mad at us then that's totally fine they can be mad at us well i think her oh, name yeah. was was uh was it Alyssa? <clears throat> i think so but i'm like of course they're gonna be mad at you their daughter almost died she's lucky to be alive yeah no kidding 
Schieß euch. Boah. At least you didn't die. Days and fights. Yeah, it sucks being a kid. It's weird because even though I don't believe in Slender Man, I still was like all weird about trying to Google it. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> because you, what if he shows up? <laughs> like, uh, because you think about that girl and you think about if that's legitimately what she saw in her mind, how terrifying. Right. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't, it's like, I don't even want to go searching for it because I, I don't even want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh-uh. like, I don't have a mental illness, but you don't want to start saying shit. Yeah. It is a little freaky. I mean. Well, then go to have you seen this org and look at Andy Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I remember we dreams. a couple shows ago we talked about that subject and um, whoever's listening that maybe has not listened to that show. Uh, Casey showed us a website where there's a picture of this man and multiple people have claimed to see that this man in their dreams. So uh, it's a huge phenomenon. But the man did not look familiar to me. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw it and died laughing. I was scared to look it up because I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, okay. This guy. Hey, did did you see this, Kate? Did we show you this? Oh. There are thousands of people all over the world that claim they've seen this man. Let me see that picture one more time. I love in their dreams. House. Oh yeah, he's got a unibrow. That's all coming oh, yeah. back now. He he looks like the uh, he's a cross between Andy Kaufman and the son of Sam Killer, and people, you know, it started off as a sketch that a psychiatrist, um, you know, sketched out that someone had described this man recurring dreams, blah 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 blah. Not nightmares. He just appeared in different forms, and uh, someone walked in the office and said, "I know that man." I've seen that man before. And then again, just like we talked about subconscious phenomena, it happened. And I could look at this dude and be like, oh, yeah, I saw them like on the bus. Like, you know, really? God bless, bless you. you. <laughs> oh, it's, it's uh, excuse me. It's this dot org. This guy. This guy right here dot org. <laughs> Some people have had like, you know, he was giving me life advice. Others are like, oh, he took me on a date and like. I thought that was funny too because I'm like, it went from such extremes. Oh, I know. He he was the best ever. He like wowed <laughs> me in bed. I know this isn't God because if we're made in His image, no. I was I was also I think I was also talking about how he's like the most mysterious man in the world. Like it's the is. man. It's gonna be the next second <laughs> Who is dude. This man, everyone's dreaming about. I saw him in a beer commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But anyways, yeah. So, uh, good gravy, uh, creepy pasta, I, man. So, I might be wrong about this, but I felt like in the special, I want like I only got I caught half of it. Um, but I got the gist of the story, and it sounded like these girls were also saying that creepy pasta. And you guys can correct me because I've never been on creepy pasta website, it's so I creepy. have no idea what's even on there. But they were trying to say that's how they knew how to kill somebody too was creepy pasta. All right, hang on. I'm I'm furiously punching this up because I'm like that does not seem like it would be legal to tell people how to kill people. I you know, but then again, the the internet is a weird place, so. <laughs> the shoe, it is a very weird place. Creepy pasta, how to summon the devil. 
Oh, okay. See, this is why I don't. <laughs> this is right? why I don't Google That's stuff. <laughs> <coughs> oh, oh, you dude. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, everything that came up was like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's all uh, yeah, a bunch of stabbing scenarios. So, and then I always then. think of it as a place where like people make like scary stories and stuff and post it. Because yeah. I've read stuff that's came from that's been posted on creepy pasta porn. It's always some like crazy, demented, fucked up story someone wrote. So maybe that is where they got the how to kill someone out of there. It, right. Uh, like maybe maybe not exactly a. This is a how to. Yeah, it's guide. probably not a how-to. Yeah. This is probably, probably a like story a story that talking about how someone was killed, things, and then but, they're like, "Oh, I yeah, can kill someone like that." These girls ran with it, but uh, it's just a little crazy that. Well, and my thing is, if I had a kid, wouldn't you like? Wouldn't you be monitoring what they're looking at, or at least go in the browser that like history? Parents don't do that anymore because that's what my parents <laughs> used to do when I was on the internet. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that they were doing nope, that. Nope, they're like, watching all kinds of stuff. That's the thing. You know, like I was saying, like, you know, Holly and I are both massage therapists. I happen to work on a lot of people who are teachers because their insurance will cover it. Um, and I hear so many stories from teachers, nightmare stories, about how these kids, they can't even interact anymore because their parents don't even talk to them. When you talk to them, it's like nobody's home. They're just all oh, on the internet. And they are given the iPad before they go to sleep. Right. They got all these electronic devices. Stimulant, yeah. And then they throw fits. Oh, I have if they a don't kid where I have to like literally wave my hand in oh, front yeah, of right. you work in child care. Where I'm trying to talk to him. Yeah. Nobody's home. It's like they do not even know how to interact. Just zoned out. <laughs> like like he's asked. he's intelligent, but he's just not It's like parents cannot be bothered. I mean they can be intelligent, but in my scenario some of them like they just they are so unfocused and out there so even if you ask them a direct question they're not paying attention enough to answer you correctly right like example today i asked one kid i was like hey is four bigger or smaller than i think it was like 26 or something and he looks right at me and goes alligator (laughs) (laughs) how old is he oh shit (laughs) five Okay. <laughs> well, the greater than and less than symbol does look like an alligator mouth. <laughs> well, Casey's trying. Like, well, let's I was just like, put alligator. Yeah, I've put always, a nice spin on this. I've always taught it as the alligator, but that's his answer whenever you ask him a question. Like, he just knows. Oh, that's the only you, part he remembers. If you say numbers, all he says to you is alligator. Like, that's all he got out of it, oh out of gosh. everything I've ever taught him. Oh, boy. Dang, dog. <laughs> yeah, but... That's, you know, I mean, and, and the whole thing is like, now I'm not trying, I know there's awesome parents out there. There really are. But like, it, I'm just astounded, you know, like some parents are like, oh, kids will be kids and you know, they're going to find out about this stuff anyway. No. Okay. My other question is, if your daughter has schizophrenia, wouldn't there have been other signs? Was she medicated? I don't think so. Because why would she... I mean, if they had it under control and they, you know, wouldn't they be monitoring her more? But then again, parents are weird, so. Right. <coughs> I don't know, man. Maybe they thought she would grow out of it. Who knows? 
And maybe she was talking about the Slender Man before and nobody was listening and she was just like, oh, it's just, you know, one of those kid things. I mean, in their defense, who would believe or who would think that their 12 year old kids would actually like do something so extreme? Right. True. That girl, the victim, later on in life, she's going to be on that show, I Shouldn't Be Alive. Have you seen that show? <laughs> uh, I've seen clips. I've never seen an actual like. It's horrific. Show. Like, it's hard for me to watch. Like that reminded me when you said she crawled to the road. What is that They're, on? What what channel? I want to say Annie. Um, but yeah, it's called I Shouldn't Be Alive, and people are telling you know their stories about how um, they were captured, kidnapped, shot, whatever. I've seen like a few like tornadoes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I never catch a beginning of a show. I always catch like halfway through when they're in the story time. So I don't know like. Well, that's the good part. You didn't, the you backstory. Yeah, like I just the catch the good part. part. You know, the meat and potatoes. Um, but the, when you said you crawled the road, that reminded me of um, these two girls. Totally horrific story back in the seventies. Um, they were walking on a trail in the woods. Um, some crazy guy, you know, caught them, beat them, and then uh, tied them up, raped both of them, and then slit both their throats. And, and they survived after that? No, the one did. Jeez. And she's bleeding from her, you know, uh, her neck. Can't talk. Right. Around. And she <laughs> managed to get to the road. And she was telling that story. I'm like... To live after that, would you want to? With that, you know what I mean. Like to think about that every single day. That that's where I believe. Like Twin Peaks. <laughs> that's. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. The show? Yeah, <laughs> sounds like the, sounds like the first episode one of Twin Peaks. I've never seen that. Okay, so I've only watched like a few shows here and there, but I remember the first episode it starts out they find this girl washed up on the shore and she's wrapped in plastic and it's a very small town it's basically like where i grew up that's what it reminds me of dead on which is funny because we have a city called twin peaks in michigan and then it goes on they start investigating her murder it's a huge thing like it's a small town knowing it's a murder there and they come to find out the FBI, co- this weird guy from the FBI comes in. Everyone in the town's a character. Everyone's like fucking around on each other, like fucking around. Right. It, it's bags. a David Lynch show. Yeah. And then uh, they find out another girl who goes to the same high school is missing too. And they end up finding her. She's walking across this bridge out towards the main road. She had escaped, but she was raped beaten she had been tied up Damn. and she was just walking it like totally out of it so they just it sounds literally like they took the beginning of twin peaks yeah <laughs> that's crazy <clears throat> that's where i believe that some people are meant to live like their time's not up right because if you can go through all that crazy stuff and you like your throat slit and you're bleeding out pretty much there's got to be a reason yeah a divine reason Luckily, I don't know, obviously, where that happened, but just like the other girl that we're talking about was Slenderman, because she, it sounds like it was a park where, you know, I mean, some people were around there, but she got lucky that there was somebody passing by when she called, you know, and saw her. Hell yeah, she was. Uh, 
and got her to the hospital in time. And just like uh, the person that you're talking about with having their throat slit. Golly. This world is crazy. <laughs> it is, and it's getting crazier by the minute, man. Well, I, the, I have a internet's kind of crazy in that sense, too. Because <clears throat> that's yeah. what, you know, triggered these girls. I don't know, man. Like, I I was telling somebody just yesterday, I said, I feel like this country is so divided that we may be on the verge of a second civil war. And I'm not even kidding. Shit's getting crazy. I mean, yeah. A lot of America is too lazy to actually go through with that. I don't know. They're out there in full force every day protesting. And then the other side is... It's a lot of protesters. Yeah, there's been a few... There's been a lot of violence. Violence. There's been physical situations, but for the most part, it's a lot of cyber warriors. I hope that's where it stays. When I'm hearing this girl tell the story about the one with the mental illness, um, tell the story about what happened. She's like, I'm, you know, I'm actually glad my friend survived. She really didn't want to kill her, but she really did feel like. If she didn't do this, her family was going to die. And she didn't like, do it. I, I'm glad she she, she survived. You know, I, I did care about her. And the mom was of that daughter was saying it's very sad because she still believes that they're best friends. She doesn't even get that what she did is not going to oh, make them best friends still. So she's still like, you know, still considers her like well, best friends. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> wow. you know, too soon i don't know <laughs> well almost <laughs> did you die no oh, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right <laughs> nudge it, nudge it's just and i hate to look well i don't know it's if this girl would have grown up and this situation wouldn't have happened what would she have done when she grew up because obviously for her to be triggered by something like that some myth, mythical figure. What would she have done it when she grows up? You know, what kind of crimes or murders would she commit? Right. If you're it that easily worse. swayed by something you saw on the internet, and I'm not saying I, I, I'm glad that this girl, you know, that this happened to this girl, but, but I'm glad she survived. Out. Yeah. But now that they know the girl with the mental illness, I mean, and the other girl too. Obviously, she was a part of it, but. <coughs> it's just luckily no one died and luckily now they know that she is something to fear I guess yeah she's a danger to that society she needs treatment that she needs serious help yeah <sighs> that's a hard one what, what, in your personal opinion Casey do you feel like they should be seen as adults and do you also feel like they should suffer like as far as suffer i mean dang that's such a hard call uh, i'm sitting over here trying how to... long do you think that they should be sent away they're gonna get 20 to life um they're probably i mean they are at the age where they are not they they knew fully well what they were doing that's the thing of it you know i mean they're not five years old they're preteens and it depends on how they're tried like if you're asking my personal opinion i don't know um 
at least 20 of not life. I mean, that's dang. I, I, I do not envy that jury at all. I remember being in middle school and just even less serious events like kids trying to get you to steal right. candy or whatever from the you know gas station or what I remember. And I'm like, no, 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 that's bad. I could never imagine myself if someone once said, we need to do this, being like, okay. You know? Right. I don't understand the other girl who didn't have the mental illness, how she could follow through. But, you know, obviously I'm not that, that girl. But, yeah. Now, yeah, that's really weird. I'm trying to look up what they're facing being tried as adults. And I'm surprised that that girl didn't say anything. The girl without the mental illness, I'm surprised she didn't even say anything to her parents. Like, or, you know, or what, wait, or what, anyone else. Was she told that in the moment, though? About the... About the like, hey, we gotta kill this girl. No, because remember they had planned it out. Like, oh, they, oh, it was premeditated. Yes, it was because they planned. <gasps> oh, this they're out. gonna get life. They planned this out, and they were gonna remember that. Like in the story, it says that they were going to do it the night before, but they felt kind of bad, and they wanted to give her another, another like they were gonna do it two a.m., and then they wanted to give her the next morning. But this was planned out. They they didn't just in the moment decide this after they watched it and like. They're like, oh, let's go do this right now. Well, oh, they thought about this before they did it. The judge is going to rule in February. Today's already the 30th of January. Uh, 15-year-old uh, Nissa and 14-year-old Morgan have pleaded not guilty by reason of mental disease. Okay. Um, what do you think, Kate? Do you think that they should be... Um, seen as adults it's hard to say I feel like we're still going to be missing some facts but feel like the crazy one that convinced her friend will probably probably does belong in a mental place however the friend it's just hard because she's so young and so impressionable. And what would you do if someone told, if we don't do this, our families are going to die? Like, what? When you're that young, like, you don't know, right? I don't know. I, I don't go back and forth about it because I go back and forth about it too. I'm like, there. I probably would have said something to my parents, being the girl who didn't have the mental illness, I would probably would have been like, right? But she didn't I'm do really scared, anything. You know, she went along with it. This is going to happen if we don't do this. And I don't know. I at least, yeah, it's really hard to make that call, and it'll be interesting to see what they decide. It says Geyser and Ware knew when they were going to stab their friend two a.m. and how cover the girl's mouth with duct tape, stab her in the neck, and then pull the covers over her. Then they'd run. But they didn't want to kill their friend that night. I wanted to give the victim one more day. Geyser told police, what the hell? Uh, on Saturday morning, Geyser and Weir's, excuse me, I'm totally pronouncing that wrong. New plan was to stab the victim in the bathroom of the local park. But they finally attacked her in the woods during a game of hide and seek, according to the criminal complaint. Um, Weir pushed the girl down and sat on her, thinking Geyser would stab her. The victim started yelling, complaining that she couldn't breathe, so Weir got off of her. Geyser gave Weir the knife, but Weir... 
said she felt too squeamish, so she gave it back to Geyser. I'm not going to until you tell me to. And then <laughs> she said, go ballistic, go crazy. Yeah, in that, in that interview I watched, that's what she was talking about. She was like, I gave, you know, I gave a signal, told her when to do it. And, uh, but the weird thing is she, she also said, she said this on camera saying, I didn't want to kill someone while they were awake and looking at me. So I wanted her to be asleep. So I told her to close her eyes and try to sleep. She didn't go to sleep. So I had to do the next thing. So she actually was like, I didn't want to kill her when she's awake. And she said she didn't want to see herself in the the kid, the little girl's eyes because I'm trying to remember exactly. That shit fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She, she, she's like, uh, I could see myself in her eyes and you know, I don't want to see myself stabbing her and all of all. It's just very crazy story. It's just fucked up. It's just (laughs) fucked up. I don't know what to say. So I'm like, this is the most bizarre story. And since the watch list is about, you know, myths and, and such, I'm like, we have to talk about this because this is so crazy. And that so many people either believe it or have talked about it. And with the video game, like I talked about, and the fact that a lot of people know. What's the number here? I can't read that up there. It's 248 579 Five two six zero. Yeah, tell us what you think. What, what do you think these girls are going to face? I say, if we were taking bets, thirty years. Yeah, if not more. Um, I mean, now that they now that we know that they're going to be seen as adults, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, it's gonna be a long sentence. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're listening, and you want to call in. Even even if you don't want to comment on how you think that it's going to go, but even if you just have heard about Slender Man or have a story or if you've seen him, <laughs> if you've seen him, <laughs> if you believe in it, if you don't believe in it, or if you know other people who know about this, even the fact that you know, like I I don't know why I didn't know about this, <coughs> but like I said, I've never really been on Creepypasta, so. Mm-hmm. I never go to the site, but stuff comes up. Like people post things. Yeah. Especially like if there's some like really crazy, creepy stories, especially around like Halloween and stuff. Oh, yeah. And there's some people that like take the stories and try to make them into like YouTube videos. So, what do you guys think about websites like that? Do you think that that it's going too far because kids go on? I mean, there should be. There should almost be a filter on the internet like there is with porn where it's like you have to to get enter this website you have to be at yeah. least 18 or older, you know. Right. At the same time though, I do see like it's a nice way to know that people have a place where they can go and practice their writing, share their creepy ideas and thoughts and express themselves through. And it's nice to have that outlet. Yeah. And there's going to so, be so that. many people who ruin it for everybody else. And you know what? Else. No matter what, there's gonna, they're going to find a way to do what 
they want to do, if they want to share the story, they're going to find somewhere to share it. Yeah. <coughs> Putting an age restriction doesn't really mean shit anymore. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like YouTube's age restrictions. Psh, you know, every kid set their email up to say they're 18 and over. Like it's. I wonder how the person who runs Creepypasta feels about this, but because they probably it's uh, it's like the like weirdest gonna get a shit self promotion <laughs> almost. And that's horrible to say because it's a really it's just horrible story. Yeah, honestly, it's probably not bad for business for them because now more people are going to be aware of the site. They're going to get heavy foot traffic, which means they can charge their sponsors and advertise. And other people advertise on their site out of the ass. And, yeah. I mean, it probably won't hurt them whatsoever. Yeah, that's where the post was originally created. Or the Slenderman figure was created from. But they didn't tell some girl to stab someone 18 times, you know? Right. They're not legally they're not responsible, responsible for any, anything. They're not responsible and I'm sure there, I'm sure there probably is a statement on the website. I would believe, like, you know, about yeah. And you know, if she, the one girl that does have the mental illness, you got to think she probably could have read the stories, start seeing any of the stuff, like the video games pop up, the TV, all this other stuff. She could have picked that up from anywhere without even knowing about creepypasta.com. And just picked it up and it became a figment that was just so present in her imagination. She became like fixated on it. What happened to playing outside? Right. <laughs> Some hopscotch, jump rope, get a hula hoop, damn it. <laughs> right. Spent that much time on the internet that you found creepypasta. As a little kid, I mean. Right. You know? Dang. Even for me, sometimes it's like, oh, that's too much internet. I found something really weird. <laughs> you hit here. the weird part of the internet and you're like, eh, time to go back. Yep. See you later. <laughs> about to join real life again. <laughs> oh, man. I got to well, go to church now. Right. <laughs> got to clean my soul. <laughs> exactly. Cleanse my palate. <laughs> Even just talking about this is creeping me out. I'm like, man, I hope I sleep tonight. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. No, it, I mean, it's it's. It's worthy of talking about. Um, just thank God I didn't take Kratom. Or else, uh, <laughs> which we, if we're going to move on, we want to talk about yeah. Kratom. You want to take a break first? Yeah, let's take a break. Kay. We deserve one. When we come back, we're talking about Kratom. Talking about Kratom. <laughs> Kratom. <laughs> You'll be on the watch list. I'll be watching you. <laughs> Thank you, Slender Man. <laughs> you know what this song reminds me of? What's that one song where it goes, and when I'm in the shower and I wash my hair, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, and I have no privacy. You know, my favorite part is literally when he's, when I'm in the shower and I wash my hair. Wash my hair. <laughs> like, it cracks me up. Every time oh, I Oh, now I'm going to see the Slender Man, like, outside my shower curtain. Casey, don't put it in your head, man. Ah. Don't. Anytime ah. you start thinking about it, I'll slap you upside the head. Good. I, like, I didn't mean you. the Slender Man, per se. I meant, like, us, the watch list, watching you. <laughs> and when you poop. <laughs> <laughs> 
Clean your bathrooms. So I recently that's the one place I don't want to be. Pass the air freshener. Um, so I recently found out what Kratom is. Uh, it just became legal. Again, uh, it has been banned by the DEA and FDA. Um, they have not regulated it for human consumption, but here it is. It is back. And uh, I got this at My Nutrition in Roseville. Uh, it is the white vein of Kratom. And Kratom is... They say it's a recreational drug, but it's actually used in medical facilities to take uh, heroin users off heroin. Because if you take enough of it, you will have an opiate-like effect. It affects the opiate receptors in your brain. It alleviates pain. Um, This, in particular, the white vein gives you a boost of energy and um, a sense of well-being if you take the appropriate amount. Now, let's say you took like five grams or more. Um, you're going to have either hallucinations. Um, some people have negative effects. Some people have positive effects. Um, I had this for about two weeks and I was scared of it. Um, but I took one scoop. Now you can, if Holly, you can smell this. It's a powder. Yeah. Smell it. I don't know why I thought it was pills. I know. That's what I thought too. I'm like, this is really. And then after you were done being scared, you open it and you're like, it's a powder. Yeah, well, I'd seen someone <laughs> take it, this. and it smells just like tea because some people drink it as a tea. Um, it does smell. It smells like tea to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting high. I smell it. Right, <laughs> and the scoop in there is a one gram scoop. Now I had one scoop, and I just took it straight with water, like shot it to the back of my throat, or whatever, and um, it, I felt a little flighty. Uh, after, because it said, you know, wait 45 minutes to an hour for the actual effect. But that's about it. So I took barely half of a scoop after that. And uh, my mood, now I've been depressed for the past two weeks. I'm going to go ahead and openly admit that. But um, my mood did a total 180. Total 180. So I'm reading this right now, and it's talking about how the FDA has not approved um, these statements about it, it talks about Kratom, but, um, and that it also does not approve it for consumption. So what does it approve it for? It's not approved by the FDA, but it is legal, but they do have to put that on there. Like we don't approve of this, but you can legally sell it. Yes. They sell it in head shops. They sell it in certain nutrition stores, such as my nutrition, um, in Roseville on 13 and crash it. Uh, and this, again, this is the white, vein which gives you energy the red is the exact opposite where it sedates you uh it brings you down a little bit not down isn't like you know like bad mood but down isn't like uh just you know a downer um but uh, and i didn't read this prior to taking it but let me tell you about my experience with it before i read this um so i i did feel Flighty, actually, I was t- telling Jimmy McKnight from um, the Ninja Starship podcast, which is on Sundays uh, at 5 p.m. on podcastdetroit.com. Uh, I said, you'd be proud of me. I'm high. <laughs> and uh, I told him about Kratom, and uh, I had severe dry mouth at the time, which is a side effect of Kratom. Um, and, uh, no, I, I did feel for about three, four hours just 
like everything was cool. Everything was good. I didn't feel like I was in a in a blaze or a daze. Didn't impair my driving, nothing like that. Um, and then that night, I had a killer dream. <laughs> oh my god! I wish I could go back. It was in Technicolor. All right. And normally, when you're going like in when I have a dream about a bridge, normally I'm going over it's about to fall apart. You know, anxiety dreams, things like that. No, this I was in London. And everything, it was a really sunny day, which is not typical for London. Um, (laughs) Going over um, the London Bridge and it was just so vibrant. Even all the cars were just like, you know, if it was blue, it was like cobalt. If it was red, it was, you know, fire engine red. It It was beautiful. And I was on my way to a restaurant, a delicious barbecue joint in London. And, uh, but it was one of those upscale ones where they give you like a tiny plate of barbecue <laughs> but, uh, just for, um, like, it's a crime. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like in a, like a little perfect dish, you know, a rack of ribs, just like, you know, the parsley on the side, all that stuff. Um, just for aesthetic sake. And who did I run into? Matt Berry. <laughs> and it was awesome. Matt Berry, of course. Um, for those of you who don't know, he plays um, Douglas Renholm in uh, the IT crowd. And uh, he's also been in, um, let's see, uh, Snuffbox. He's been on um, Dark Place. Um, he's also a singer. And I have a bad for Matt Berry. But anyway, uh, I didn't want to wake up from that dream. It was absolutely incredible. But anywho, um, I didn't take any more than the gram and a half that day. Haven't taken it since because the next morning I did have like a bit of a hangover. Like I, my mouth was dry and my head hurt. So, um, but, you know, I know someone who takes it almost every day and they are fine. But, you know, but then I read this. This is uh, promises.com drug addiction um, treatment centers. Uh, what is Kratom and is, is it dangerous? Now, I'm going to go ahead and read the whole article because it's not that long. Uh, 31-year-old Leah Waite was found dead in March at a friend's house and coroners entered to find her body surrounded by envelopes of Kratom. It's a legal high, unregulated, and available at head shops around the country, and it seems to be going the way of bath salts and spice. Waite's death sparked controversy surrounding the drug, which has been linked to other deaths in the past, but also has been used around the world for centuries. The coroner's report provided little, little resolution, though, with the ruling being that the role of the drug in Wade's death is undetermined. The drug appears uh, to be spiking in use across the U.S., but a vast majority of legal highs, little research has been done to determine how risky it is. Now, what is Kratom? Kratom is the name of the product for the tree. Uh, I'm going to botch this. <laughs> Mitrogena speciosia. Uh, which is a native tree in Southeast Asia. Now, we can't grow it here. I don't know if it's the soil or what. But the leaves of the tree are made into a tea and chewed by users. However, it is sold online uh, as a concentrated extract, such as what I have, or in mixtures with added synthetic chemicals. You don't want that shit. Since it grows in, in large trees in the region, the leaves of the plant have been used by practitioners of traditional Asian medicine for centuries, most notably in places like Thailand. The effects are basically split into two groups depending on the dosages. Uh, 
In smaller quantities, the drug has stimulant effects, creating increased talkativeness, alertness, and a boost in energy. Now, I did notice more focus. Is this like Adderall? Yeah, it is. I want this. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and take some if you want. Um, that's what exactly what Adderall is. Give me a scoop to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when more of the drug is taken, however, the effects are um, uh, similar to, and now this is going to sound horrible, to heroin. With euphoria, relaxation, pain relief, and a sense of inner calm uh, being uh, reported. These effects differ depending on the individual, of course, and some users find it a much less positive experience. Some people uh, experience uh, dry mouth, which I did, uh, nausea, constipation, increased urination, long periods of sleep, and loss of appetite. Uh, now, this has been used as alternative medicine to wean people off heroin. It's kind of weird that they they said it's starting to become like bath salts. They compared it to bath salt. Yeah, that sounded kind of weird. <clears throat> okay, so, has anyone ate anyone's face while doing this? I was just going to say that. Like, that's, that's my main question at this point. I think she was lying with envelopes of kratom and she had eaten and the mask. bits yeah. of faces. <laughs> like, the remnants of people's faces. Like it's, a, <laughs> like it's a witch hunt. Like, oh, well. You know, remember that, um, what was it, the uh, the documentary that was against weed, Reefer Madness, where they said that kid killed his parents because he was high on weed. <laughs> what kind of weed is that, man? I know, exactly. He's too lazy to get off the couch to do that. <laughs> right. I know, right? He, killed, he beat him to death with a bag of Cheetos. Um <laughs> Um, Someone tried to steal his boffo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd kill somebody too. Uh, but the withdrawal symptoms of Kratom are similar to the heroin withdrawal, achy muscles, runny nose, mood swing, drinking lemons, blah, 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 blah. Now, this was the only death ever. Even, oh, wait, other research looked into nine deaths of people who took Kratom, blah, 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 blah. But they were also taking a mixture of an opiate compound. So it's like they had other drugs in their system, so they can't, like, determine. None of these people were just exclusively taking Kratom. So after you took it and then you had the intense dream, well, not intense, it's a pleasant dream. It was awesome. (laughs) Uh, She's reminiscing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next day you felt like you were coming on, like, a down, like having a downer effect with it. Did you feel sad? I didn't feel sad, no. Had I taken more, I might have. But you just felt like like a hangover. Like, yeah, like I had slight headache, pr- pressure in my forehead. Like yeah. you got a little drunk or something. Exactly. Yeah, like a hangover. I mean, after all call, you don't really feel like depressed. You just feel like, oh man, my head hurts. That was yeah. a crazy night. I was like, man. Um, I did like experience last night like a total crash. Like I was out. However, I went on Reddit. And if you go on Reddit and look up Kratom, there's tons of forums of people talking about their experience. And then one guy says, can you experience a crash after Kratom? And someone commented, and I thought this was hilarious because it's got to be true. Because it's like this with everything. Uh, it says, Kratom u- users, whenever they experience something, they always think it's a Kratom. Maybe you just legitimately crashed. Were you that tired? <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you have a symptom and you go on, you know. WebMD. Ba- yeah, WebMD. Yeah. And you're like. I got the AIDS. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little under the weather. The sore throat and the AIDS. Oh, oh no, it's cancer. cancer. It's always cancer. Yeah, it always is. You know, everyone goes for the cancer. I thought I'd go for the AIDS. <laughs> right? Well, I've been depressed and I'm like, maybe it's a tumor. No. Don't think that way. Don't put thoughts in your head. It's not a tumor, Casey. 
It's going to be me beating you all night like to get these thoughts out of your head. Okay, snap out of it. <laughs> Ooh, title uh, this episode, Snap Out of It. <laughs> snap into a Slender Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to see that one on my way home. Um, so are, does it freak you out that there's almost like a hangover effect with it? Because what is it doing for you to have a hangover? Like are it's endorphins being released so much that like like any other drug, mm-hmm. endorphins are released. I um, thought it was just because I was really dehydrated because I did have really bad. So it was just the one off. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it just like you know just from like alcohol you get really dehydrated because when I was talking to Jimmy, like I kept having to like you know like resell salivate my mouth because I'm like I I need some water I need something, but they said some kratom users because it has the effects of Adderall will not eat or drink. If they take a certain amount and he was like, you have to remember to stay hydrated because this is an appetite suppressant too. And that is not why I took it. Which is what Adderall does too, right? Yeah. Suppresses appetite. Mm-hmm. It is very, it's very similar. Huh? Um, do you feel like this could be an addictive thing? Yeah, that's why I'm scared of it. I'm scared only because Holly and I are cousins and we know that addiction has run on our family. And I always think about that. Well, I think anything that makes you feel good and, you know, like that could become addictive. I mean, right. like food used to make me feel great. Yeah, I mean, I any, was like, almost 300 pounds. So, yeah, I'm drinking Mountain Dew on and off for the, you know, millionth time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, even small things, but still. So, you know, anything that you do regularly, I guess, that you're form a habit with uh, could become like addictive right right and i don't want to have to rely on anything your friend that uses this he's using it for the same purpose uh not not for depression anxiety he just he doesn't strike me as the the type i haven't talked to him about it in depth but he is always on the go and every time i see him he's just so he seems like he's high on life so it gives you energy and makes you like able to focus yeah. and yeah and he's he's a businessman so he's always on go 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 and the dude never sleeps i swear um i've never it's like i i, I know i've probably been around <coughs> him when he's not you know when he hasn't taken kratom or whatever and he's, he's been perfectly fine you know i've seen him totally mellow too so i don't know but it just became legal Again. How long was it banned for? Uh, I want to say a few years. It wasn't long. I wonder what made them all of a sudden say okay to it. I was thinking about that. And I was like, well, so many people have reported that it's pain relief. It's getting people off heroin. It's doing this. It's doing that. It's, it's you know, it's a wonder drug, right? Not, And they keep using the term drug when it's natural. That's what kills me. But like any alternative medicine. Well, weed's natural, right? Yeah. I mean, they call so... it a drug, which is weird. Mushrooms are natural. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yes, they are. <laughs> Kate, like, slowly creeps towards the mic, like, <laughs> and this big smile on her face. I have an opinion. <laughs> I, I want to come on a mushroom episode. <laughs> so there's many natural things that are considered, you know, drugs. Right. I don't know. I don't know. And then, like, I read this, and then I read other articles that say there are no 
death related to Kratom. But how long has it been around? Because... Oh, they've been using it for centuries, but oh, okay. in the United States? Yeah, because that would also make a difference because uh, if it hasn't been around that long, then they don't even really have much, you know, time to go off of, of many reports because, it, you know. <coughs> Hmm. Oh, it's funny because at the end, not to get off topic, but however, it's clear that Kratom isn't exactly another strain of bath salts since the natural substance alone doesn't appear to have caused any recorded overdoses. Okay, now the article is kind of contradicting itself. So you can overdose on bath salt? Yeah. The main problem is that its unregulated (coughs) packages purchased online could contain a number of added synthetics or chemicals. If it's pure kratom, even if it's pure kratom, you'll still be lured into the equivalent of a heroin addiction. Why are people? Why would? I don't even know why I'm asking this question, but why would people buy from people that they don't know online stuff like that? Because you got yours at like a medical or a health place, right? Yeah, that's different than me. Like Joe Schmo, at eBay, is going to give me this kratom and it's discounted, <laughs> so it must be good. Right. Now it's laced with something. <laughs> I don't know. A People are always like trying to get stuff cheaper or whatever. And they're like, oh, I'll just get on the internet. I'm looking up how long Kratom has been around. The effects can last five to six hours. And uh, it, when taken on an empty stomach, the onset of effects typically um, goes into effect 30 to 40 minutes. What does it taste like? Shit. <laughs> What'd you put it in? Oh, I just like shot it to the back of my throat. Oh. <laughs> I thought you put it in something. Like water or something. I don't know. Um I feel like it'd be worse to like sit there and try and drink it. <laughs> if it was like mixed with something. Right. I'm just like this like, is get over this with. This is a huge cup of shit tea. Like right. no one likes that. Their flu when you put it in the water and it tastes like Ugh. crap. Right, it's like, like that hot and stuff and, and like, stuff like that. Like that's disgusting. About to throw up. Right. Um. Hmm. I don't know. Me. I. Well, I'm always freaked out about everything. I always think I'm gonna die. <laughs> no, I'm the so, same way. I'm the same. I'm way. like, I'm like, ah. Yeah, really. And I always get myself worked up, and then I'd be all paranoid. And then I'd be like those people who are like, I'm dying. Oh, I know. I had the Kratom. Yeah, just like <laughs> the guy on Reddit said, every time somebody takes Kratom, they like highlight every little thing that happens to them. Well, if you're like you're doing right now and you've researched, which you should research anything that you're putting in your body, but obviously you're going to read the positive and negatives of it. And of course, the negatives are going to stand out to you more. Right. Because so, you don't want to risk your life. And you take it and, yeah. you're, like, and you're already on edge about it. And is this, this is another thing when they're like, episode? like <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like, is this worth a possible potential <laughs> right. psychotic episode? Like, well, well, even this is what they say about drugs. Okay. So if you go on it with a mindset of a good mindset, then you have a good trip. If you go on it with a bad mindset, you're going to have a bad That's trip. That's why I'm not going to take this so shit if tonight you, when we've been talking about Slenderman. Well, if you have a bad mindset and you're already like, I don't know what causes A, B, and C to happen. I read. Then you take it and then you're already paranoid. Of course, you're going to be like, Right. I think I'm dying. 
Again, the power I think of it's suggestion. Yep. I don't know. Like I, I even told the the guy who sold it to me. I was like, um, I said I was scared of it for a long time. And he said, I don't blame you. You know, it is like to hear that. Yeah, they use this to get heroin addicts off heroin. You know, and because it, it has a similar effect. So obviously, it's good, right? <laughs> obviously, this is good shit. Well, it says on here, you know, like consult your doctor before you take it, and they would say no. <laughs> You know? So I took it anyways. <laughs> well, so that's how I knew it was the really good shit. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't so much that the FDA didn't approve it, because they don't approve a lot of things. But, like, the EDA, you know? EDA. Um, the Drug Administration. So, the FDA did not approve, but the EDA did? No, they don't. Oh. Neither of them do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like... That's weird. <laughs> yeah, those are the dudes that get out the, the dogs and SWAT teams to look for coke and, you know, all that stuff. You carry this bottle with you in the airport? Oh, it's legal now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, they would probably be like, oh, I don't know. I don't Give know. me that. As for investigation purposes, and they go and take it. It's weird <laughs> because it's from um, the brand is Aromatherapy. Aromatherapy. Uh, directions for use at aromatherapydirections.com. Uh, and I'm like, I was reading that, like, aromatherapy. Like, well, was I supposed to light this on fire? Are you going to put it in your <laughs> massage oil? I put this in right. Like, what the hell? <laughs> are you going to put this in your massage oil? <laughs> and, I don't know. I wonder what happened. Ooh. The Kratom Cloud 9 <laughs> massage. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, I mean, it smells like legit Lipton tea. <laughs> I have to ask my friend, because um, <laughs> she was, speaking of aromatherapy, she's like, Holly, there's this aromatherapy, like, Speaking, yeah, and speaking of online things, she's like, uh, Casey's spilling this all over the place. Damn it. There's Kratom all over the floor. Don't stain my hoodie. Oh my God, I die. (laughs) She's, uh, she's making a mess. I'm sure it'll come out with some water. But, so, you know, online purchases, my friend said she had purchased some kind of aromatherapy, but it was like intense, like Chinese aromatherapy that was pure oil that's supposed to be very... The point of it was... So concentrated? Yes. It's super, super concentrated and it was supposed to be for muscle relaxation. Well, she read a little bit on it and you know, I said you only need a small amount. She's like, whatever, whatever. You know, she puts it on her hands. She's massaging her boyfriend. And he claimed that it was so strong. He literally, like, almost, like, knocked him out. Oh, my God. Like, he fell asleep not even that long after she, like, it's just like he, and he fell asleep for quite a while. She massaged him with chloroform. (laughs) I know, right? So she's trying to tell me that I need to try this stuff. But it only put a tiny, tiny bit on my hands. That's how strong it is. She's like, because even my hands, she goes, even my hands were tingling it felt really weird as I was using it on him. Dang. So take a Q-tip. She's like, it just felt like you had like a crazy muscle relaxer. I don't know. I'll, I'll take cheap shit. Thank you. <laughs> well, she freaked me out about it because, uh, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I'm always weird about things. So I'm yeah. like, well, what's in this? <laughs> Hell, I can't even believe it to the cream. <laughs> what? What she's dying over. Okay, so my friend went to a strip club for the first time last night, <laughs> and I just saw a picture of him while he was just hanging there, and he looked so fucking terrified. 
Is that his first time seeing a vagina? I don't know. Like this is his first time at his strip club, and someone just took a photo of him. And like we're looking, they're looking back through the snaps later on, and they're just like, dude, he's straight up terrified to be here. Like, he does look like he has a horrified look on his face. He took a little too much. He's like, ah. he's like, seriously, I cannot I unsee just, this. I just did not know what to even think. <laughs> Like, that is the look of terror and shock. Like, it's either like the strip club or you don't. <laughs> don't take the crater before you go. Like, I literally can't get over that. <laughs> he just looked like the moment he realized he was gay. <laughs> the moment he turned again. What am I doing here? My whole life, I don't know. It's been confirmed. You're gay. And that's okay. Oh my fucking god, that was so good, <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, um, but I need to figure out what that is called—the essential oil that's like super concentrated. That she's like, you only need a small amount because you could probably like cut it with a butter knife. <laughs> Here's a so slice thick. of aromatherapy. <laughs> uh, Gross. That's another thing. I'm like, you ordered it online. I don't know. I don't <laughs> trust things online. Yeah, that's the thing. So what is in this? Yeah, it was a homemade, <laughs> that you underground that. homemade aromatherapy oh. stuff. It's not even really pure, you it's know, natural. Gasoline. <laughs> yeah, pouring it all over your hands. Why does it smell like gas? I don't know, but it smells great. <laughs> it's knocking people out. Don't worry about it. It's melted markers. Your muscle problems went away, right? I probably yeah, just feel my skin right up. <laughs> yeah, it's an exfoliant. <laughs> oh my gosh! Why is my skin falling off? So part of me wants to take the Kratom again so I can see Matt Berry again. <laughs> but then part of me is like, no. Nah, I have to have an intervention with you. You know what? I love Matt Berry! <laughs> I want to see this Matt Berry again. I woke up this morning like, I should send him some comics. <laughs> 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 we gotta find out. We gotta find out where he lives. Kratom made me think, rethink my whole life. I I'm going to London... I could send it to the Channel 5 station that those shows were on, care of Matt Barry. He'll come and pick him up. He probably only lives around the corner. <laughs> London is not that big. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Casey takes on London. It's a special. Where are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where are you doing crap? It's funny because, like. Kratom. I just imagine myself walking around the streets of London with the headphones on, with the mic stand, just walking around. Why do I imagine no microphone, this like, just the stand. <laughs> I just imagine this like as a Muppet special, anything. and you took so much Kratom. Kratom, right? Yeah. Kratom that you start seeing Muppets. Kratom <laughs> sounds like something got a Conan. Clown. Clown gave us Kratom. Sounds like, you know, these nuts got him. Got him. Crate him. <laughs> <laughs> got what? Got a great Crate him. Ah! <laughs> what? I don't got milk, but I sure got this Kratom. <laughs> it's, e- it's even spelled K-R-A-T-O-M. And it looks like a word that you would see in like Conan the Barbarian. Just like, Kratom. <laughs> Blah. You were listening to Rompstein or whatever. I've heard yet. <laughs> what? This is the most accurate description I've heard yet. Like, Kaizen? You took it and you got high. Okay, calm down, Arnold. Sorry. I better not find you. There's no chopper. With- <laughs> We're good. We're safe. Envelopes of Kratom. 
and faces ripped off. And a chopper. Remains <laughs> <laughs> of multiple faces. <laughs> Strewn across the floor. I bit off someone's face. Get to the chapel. Let's go. And I want to watch Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) I love Chianti. That's the scary part. I can't do (laughs) that. And I love Anthony Hopkins too. All right. What do you fuck me? (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. You did his voice really good. I'm stuffed up, so I can't Buffalo do it that Bill. great. But stuck it in it. I spent a lot of time trying to work out my Buffalo Bill impression. That's what you. That's you get a dating website. It's like hobbies working on Buffalo <laughs> Bill impression. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not crazy. She seems like a nice girl. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I too have a Buffalo Bill impression. Me and some of like my friends, like we were young, young. If we had a sleepover, we accidentally end up watching that. So like it became like all this. How did you accidentally? Shit. We're kids. Like we're just, just oh, surfing. pick out a movie, throw out a movie, uh, whatever. It's a great it movie. Parents left we're in. like, Sides of the Lamb, this doesn't look too bad. We wanted something slightly scary. You know, we didn't know that it was like a guy like cutting up body parts and tucking his dick in. You know, like we didn't fucking know. So, <laughs> we learned like, a lot that night. We just watched the whole thing. Dude, we made so many inside jokes out of that. Like... <laughs> We were uh, never the same. And, like, no one else our age had seen it yet until, like, a couple, like, four years later, then finally they're all like, like, we understand. <laughs> you guys are like, the cool, the cool kids for, like, four years yeah, till everybody cool else kids. caught up. I broke all the rules. <laughs> you, like, convinced yourselves that it was a dream. Well, and then in school I took a, whatever it is, one of those classes where it's, like, a forensic class. <laughs> My teacher's like, all right, we're going to watch this. And I'm like... Oh shit. <laughs> Everyone's gonna know about this and this is gonna get really disgusting really quick. Cause you know how high school boys are. We have a me of when was it it was Brandy's birthday or your birthday that we were we're having a sleepover and we were about to watch the shining, but the music in the beginnings just scared us too bad that we turned it off. So like, no. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to remember because I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, I do because I remember the opening scene. Everything scared us. And man. the camp, because <laughs> it is scary. It's scary for That's me. That's why so. I don't understand like, these 12 year old girls who were like, you know, doing that stuff because we were scared of everything. I kind of want to play the opening of the shining now. Just, just so you can hear the music because, you know, there's a car coming around the bend. And it's just like, it's unnerving. It really is. It's, that's why there's so much surrounding that movie. It's crazy. Kind of glad we didn't watch it. It is freaky. Um, what? Oh, then we watched a weird movie. So then I changed those movies around because <clears throat> I was reading up about them. And at one point, um, she was supposed to like fall in love with him. Yeah. So then I kind of changed it. I'm getting mad. The capital one wall there, there was another movie we watched instead about some violin guy. I remember that too. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It was weird. I don't remember that. This is the opening sequence of The Shining. I really hope Eric's listening because he loves The Shining. It's just like. Maybe it's not as scary as I thought. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, this freaked us out, and like we cut it off right there. <laughs> that that road is too long. <laughs> oh no! Because I remember it was about because Amber, our cousin, kept calling this guy the violin guy. This chick was like 
she was obsessed with sex. And I remember afterwards we were talking about it and your mom, your mom said, that movie was a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) We were, you guys were not supposed to watch that. That movie was a mistake. My mom never liked watching scary movies. Like even if she, even if like if she just heard that song, she would have ran out of the room. No, Aunt Mary. If she just heard, like with the song, and if she heard it was a scary movie, no, she's gone. Yeah, I she don't like want to be in the. Same I don't room. like it either. Because she it's said weird that I write horror, no matter what, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I write. In my opinion, I write the most genuine horror because I am genuinely a chicken shit. <laughs> but you research these things, and uh, I think that that like. That's why I don't want to research things because if you research them too much, not that it like makes you crazy things, but it gets in your head and you just think about it a little bit and you get to sleep and, 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 and then sleep you go to sleep. Well, and... then you go to sleep and then you have dreams about it. Yep. Because anything that you think about a lot, like you're writing about it, so obviously you have to research it a lot. And of course, you're going to get in your dreams because if you're writing late at night and then you go to bed, that's the freshest thing in your mind, right? I need to write a book about Matt Berry. <laughs> and a combination if you have sleep paralysis like you do. That's just like a oh, bad cocktail right there. It fucking sucks, dude. It sucks. And like, I'll tell my dad this, or I'll tell Jason this. Like, yeah, it happened again. And I, I describe it. And, and they try to be like, um, you know, oh, it's probably just nothing. Did you? Uh, it's probably nothing. They would. They say that so I don't think about it. I hate to, to, I hate to say I... Watch the Kardashians sometimes, like once in a while. But <laughs> if it's on TV and there's nothing else, okay. If it's on TV and there's nothing else going on, okay. If I but, haven't seen it, it's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an episode where um, I think it was uh, uh, Kendall, and she has sleep paralysis, and she was afraid of being on the airplanes and falling asleep because that's when it would happen. Is when she was on the airplanes traveling. Oh, crazy! Um, for her modeling gigs. And she was terrified to fall asleep, so she would try to stay up the whole time, and she would get no sleep, and so she was exhausted, and she, it was paralyzing her in her, like, waking life, because she's like, I can't even travel to do anything, because I'm afraid of being on the airplane, because I don't want to fall asleep. Right. And, uh, it made me think about you, because of your sleep paralysis, and she's like, it's a very scary, terrifying feeling in her family, she just felt like they didn't understand, and she was getting very frustrated. Because they're boneheads. (laughs) <laughs> it's nothing. No, <laughs> but I, don't know I mean, I I don't know what that's like, but I can only imagine uh, waking or you know being in a state between awake and sleeping and and feeling like paralyzed and you can't move and and then seeing all that freak shit and not being able to defend yourself. Yeah, weird. So I'm curious though, because how long have you been taking this? Kratom. Kratom. I only took it the one time. Yesterday. Okay. The only reason I say this is because I'm curious. I wonder if that will prevent your paralysis. Let's Google that. (laughs) Shall we? Because it's like... Do you know exactly what goes on with sleep paralysis and like what is triggered? No one knows. No one knows? Okay. So I wonder if... This is supposed to make you feel, you know, a happy and uplifting feeling. And 
obviously it's even affecting your dreams where they're nice and you know you actually feel good when you go to bed and because you have positive dreams i wonder if that could affect that <coughs> uh, uh and it's hard because this is in a state where you don't know if it's really good or not Right. Because there's not much information on a background of this kratom. And there are a lot of drugs that are natural that actually help with certain conditions. Like, you know, weed helps with a lot of different things. Yeah, especially But, sleep. of course, the government wants you to be scared of it at the same time. Because they make it look so negative to people. How does Kratom affect your sleep? It helps you fall asleep. um, Yeah, most people find it easier to fall asleep. Um, uh, Vividness in dreams. A pick me up and as a sleep aid, but like I said, like the the white vein is primarily for the pick me up, and then the red would be for if you want to go to sleep. So you don't take the white vein if you want to sleep because you're not going to. But it didn't say any correlation between this is a treatment for uh, sleep paralysis. Well, there's probably not enough you know information on it yet, right? And who knows if they? I'm sure they probably thought about that, but who knows if they really thought about that like in depth. But it's interesting to think. I wonder, you know, right? So, I'm I'm waiting for him to get the red vein, in, you know, because uh, man, that was an awesome dream. <laughs> <laughs> so Barbecue, the, Matt Barry, my favorite thing. The red one makes you. It's a more of a downer effect. Yeah, it's sedative. You know, it it'll help you. It, it's to help sleep. Or um, just to mellow out. Like, don't plan on going anywhere when you take it. So the blue one here, this blue bottle, mm-hmm. the is white. more of, like, hypes you, amps you up. Yeah, it, it didn't, it wasn't like, you know, surge. It was like, <laughs> it was just, it, it was legit, gave me a feeling of well-being, like, all right. It's going to be okay. Yep, exactly. Like, I was singing in the car on the way to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Yeah, no, it was just like, yeah, flighty. <laughs> flighty. You know, Woo. but like Fashion coherent, man. you know, I mean, I, I would actually focus more and I was just like, I was very talkative. It did make me a lot more talkative, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, just more, I want to say alert, not um, crazy caffeinated or anything. So, mm. I don't know. How much is that stuff? Excuse me. This, I believe, is uh, 40 It's $40? Yeah. And Ooh. it is... How many grams of this is this? This is 30 grams of powder. And the scoop that you get is one gram. That better do something. 40 bucks. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the real deal. And it, it, here, let's put it this way. If you find anything that's cheaper, it's probably mixed with crap. Right. You know, that can kill you. So, I mean, this is this is the pure stuff, so... 
White Vein Bali Hollis Island Kratom from Aromatherapy. Where did it where did this originate? Where did they first discover this? Southeast Asia. Oh really? Okay. Mm-hmm. And they were using it as a treatment for anti diarrhea and um depression and nausea. So all these aromatherapy type stuff is always like Asian. Yeah, like I said, they can't grow this tree here. It's something to do with the soil, and it cannot be greenhoused because of the size of the plant. It's ginormous. So, yeah. So that's why you have to be double careful about where you're getting it from. Because if they are getting like, oh, we can only get so much in, so we're going to mix it with a bunch of shit, you know, to make it cheaper. No, 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 no. You know, you... I mean, you pay for quality with anything, anything in, you know, um, health and wellness. If it's cheap, it sucks. Sorry. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, but yeah, I gave my dad a bottle too. So what does your dad think about it? Cause I know your dad is very much like in tune with yeah, natural, he's, psych- he's psychedelic, you know, he, he likes, uh, so her dad, he, is very fit and he uh he's very health conscious mm-hmm. takes you know all his vitamins and he's very uh, he's a trainer he herbalist. reads a lot just like casey does about different things and so i was curious what he thinks uh he to my surprise he did not he had never heard of kratom and then he researched it and he messaged me he goes give me one too so <laughs> uh but you know it, it was, you know my dad you know he, he's an old hippie you know the most conservative hippie you'll ever meet but um you know i know that there's he he, he likes his trips he he likes lucid dreaming he's experimented with that and also astral projection things like that he is not of this world um <laughs> so but i did tell him about kratom he knows the risks. Um, so there you have it. But uh, no, I, you know, I should talk to like that reminds me. I should call him and be like, did you try that stuff? Don't tell me you're taking it every day because now I'm scared. You know, <laughs> right, right. don't want to like that bottle better still be around. <laughs> right. Don't want you to become like it's like a gateway to heroin. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm scared of, you know. So, because it does open those opiate receptors in your brain, and then it's the same as heroin, you know. So, but you know what's weird? I always imagine people on heroin as being really strung out, not having boosts of energy. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, um, probably depends on probably depends on how much you take and stuff, right? I don't know. It mm-hmm. depends, and it depends at what level of usage you're using out. Using it, I've lost a family member to heroin, so it's yeah. You get really just by the end. It doesn't really give you energy. It just sucks. Sucks away the life, pretty much. Ever seen that movie, Riding in Cars with Boys? Yeah, I saw that with you. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Remember, he's like. She she says, so you want my permission to use a small amount of heroin forever? He's like, I don't need enough to keep me high. Just like this much, just to be like, like this. Of course, that's Steve Zahn's character. And it, in, in the scene, it's actually funny. 
Um, I, have a, I can barely remember that movie because I only saw it one time I have with it you. on DVD, dude. I'll give it to you. Writing Cards with Poison, <laughs> Drew Barrymore. It's a Pen- Penny Marshall movie who was, of course, um, uh, Laverne and Laverne and Shirley directed this movie. True story based on a book. Um, But yeah, going and talking about what you just said, uh, I also feel like, you know, the initial whatever you're doing to achieve certain effects, obviously by the end, you, when you're addicted to something, now you're just doing it to try to feel like okay or that like that high that you, yeah, that you, is your like it. normal feeling and that's the only way you feel good. Right. Your body becomes you're, just to- totally well, dependent on it. Endorphins have been so, there's so many endorphins released, right? So when- right that's emptied out and then you come off that down stage then you just feel totally depleted right the opposite so then to feel not depressed and then you're trying to get back up there again i think like i believe anything's addictive i mean like people say weed's not addictive i think it's bullshit i think like i said i think anything can become addictive <clears throat> um Fuck heroin, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it does. Have you seen anyone with, like, permanent stoner face? Like, the permanent <laughs> Jim face? Brewer face? So there's, like, total bloodshot eyes. Like My best friend's boyfriend is, I swear to God, he's been high for 16 years. He's been high for years. <laughs> like, see, like, I swear to God, he's been high for, like, 16 years. I gotta years. stay high. Just doesn't mean, but, like, he's always, like, even when he's not stoned, he now seems stoned, even when he's not. Like, he's just it's permanently like stoned. like guessing game if he's really, like, Like, he smoked so much weed, he is permanently stoned. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> like, he's always got that look on his face, like, like resting stoner eyes, face. Like, barely open. He's got that, like, smile, smile on yeah. for no fucking reason. <laughs> At least he's happy. Laughs yeah. about everything and he's like, <laughs> Oh, that's oh. the important part. <laughs> oh, he's so fucking happy. Happiest person ever. Like, it cheers me up to be around him. Like, Aww. Well, I feel like good. a little ape. I just want to, like, <laughs> rub you for some good luck. Um, but, you know, there is the fact that we can't deny there's a huge difference between heroin and weed, you know? Right, right. So... I don't know, like, that stuff scares me. I would never, you know. It will literally that suck would, the life I out of you. I would never do that. Never. Yeah. It's not good. It's terrible to see. Crazy. Like, you can take a normal person and a very smart person and turn them into someone who can't even, like, finish a complete sentence without, like, trailing off and never, never land. Like, it's just. Yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, like she said, people die from that all the time. Yeah, that's that's a common thing. People love the drugs. Yeah. And that's I think I told you about the 18 year old girl that shot up with her boyfriend. And they found her and the boyfriend dead in, I think it was an apartment. Where is this at? Um, in another state. It's uh, Pennsylvania. I mean, that sounds like a common thing. Yeah. Uh, but so we have to narrow that down. <laughs> well, the fact that she was so young and the, they both died together because it was overdose. And um, supposedly 
she had Overdose never done. Like they say that she that had never done product. it before. Right. <laughs> Everyone watched Breaking Bad. Now they're all like, let's do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, calling everyone bitch. Like, everyone getting their Jesse are. Pinkman on. <laughs> I, true story. My friend is obsessed with Breaking Bad. So, like, for Valentine's, it's a joke. I made him, like, I cropped it. It was a Valentine's card. It had a little heart. And all it did was I put Jesse Pinkman's face on it and it just said, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was a really good show, and uh, before I watched that, I'm like, I do not want to watch anything about drugs, people doing drugs. Like, he really hates seeing people like. That's how my dad was. Jack stuff in there. Like, it it grosses me out. So, I was dating this guy, and he's like, "Oh, let's let's see what's on Netflix and um, watch, you know, whatever." And he's like, "Oh, this sounds interesting." I'm like, "Oh, this is about drugs," and I don't know. And he's like, "Let's just watch a couple episodes." But that was like. One of those shows where you get hooked after even just watching the first episode. It's like action packed. It's not like the description of it is not my normal type of show, but it was actually pretty good. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of people felt like surprised them. I know they were surprised that they actually liked it. They're like, dude, this is about a guy making fucking meth, but it's like, it's good. Yeah, Yeah. because they believe in his intent because he never, you know, does it. I remember I tried to tell my parents. He did it for good reasons. And then life was like, hey, we're going to fuck your shit up. Good luck getting out of this one, you know? Good luck breaking bad. <laughs> the innocence of it would like get lost and lost and lost as it went because you know, oh yeah, yeah deeper, deeper and into, deeper and deeper doing this but it was just funny because i was so into this show and i'm like i gotta watch the next episode i gotta watch the next episode you know each season and then once you're so into something like watching a, a certain show or movie or whatever you have to tell other people because you're like this is so good you want to watch a new show this is a-. but trying to describe it is the most weird part about it because if people have not seen it you're like yeah it's about these people who make meth <laughs> yeah it's, it's like you're describing like a really sleazy but, you know, show like taxi cab confessions <laughs> yeah so I'm like trying to you like what the yeah, fuck do like, you do uh, in your free yeah that's time? what i felt like because you know and like i am the worst person as you could tell because i was trying to recite a story about earlier about those two girls and it's, i have a really hard time summarizing yeah summarizing things and making them sound it's hard good yeah so i'm trying to tell my parents how i watch breaking bad and exactly what it's about and all i can get out is well they make meth in this lab well i mean you know the guy like he's trying to make money and he's afraid about his family and he's got got cancer so it's like one of my favorite lines was the part about the cow house it's like, do you see anything up there? And it's Jesse looking off and this is like, I see a cow house. A cow house. Yeah. A house where like cows and stuff live. A cow house. <laughs> a barn. You mean a fucking barn? Like it just shit kills. A cow me. house. Um and the, that show I was, the guy I was dating at the time was like, Oh, that's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. I'm like, No, it's not. Shut up. That is not him. <laughs> And then he was I know like, it's Price too. Boom in your face it is him. I'm like oh, Brian Cranston. That doesn't even look like him. Blew my mind. But that really that show was actually really good for him because that showed how talented of an actor he could be. Oh, so versatile. He, yeah. Yeah. So that was Well, kids, don't do drugs. <laughs> that was Casey, the next time we will see if you you dissed it 
you threw it out or you kept up with it. <laughs> and if you now show up alive in two weeks, <laughs> please, we'll keep please show up alive. Arrive alive. We're gonna just set up like check it, like checkpoints, like check in times. Like you guys. <laughs> oh man! Contact me every day at a certain time, or else I'm gonna go find you. We're gonna assume you went off the D bed. You joined the bed. Better not see envelopes outside your house. <laughs> it, it, I put them all in envelopes for no reason. Still don't understand why those were env- envelopes. Yeah, that was weird. Like, where did you get them from? You know <laughs> why envelopes? Yeah. Yeah, that is why were why (laughs) why did you need to be surrounded by envelopes of that stuff? I don't know, man. Maybe it's it's just all like people who are on drugs. I guess they do weird shit. Maybe the whole story isn't even true. You know who knows? Maybe it's like the Slender Man tale. Yeah, it's all propaganda. I don't know. It's eleven o'clock. Kratom, Slender Man, you are on the watch list. Yep, Romstein. You do oh, house time. <laughs> so I'll do next time. <laughs> Dude, Go you're watch literally Arnold Schwarzenegger. Silence of the Lambs. That is your German accent. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger? That's Austrian, but I'm going to do it anyway. My German <laughs> accent sucks. So I'm that's going literally Austrian. what you're doing right now. <laughs> but we're talking about Kreidem. <laughs> like this is <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> Until next time, don't do drugs. This has been the watch list. You're all on it. La, la, la. Uh.